Okay, welcome to the Dog End Podcast. Today, I am sitting with uh, Brad Hyatt, who uh, is a faculty member on campus. Uh, so Brad, can you tell us a little bit about your own journey in higher education, the degrees you hold, places you've studied, and places you've worked? Great, thank you. So again, my name is Brad Hyatt, and I'm one of the, the tenure tra or tenured faculty members in construction management. And my background is primarily in the construction industry. My undergraduate degree is from the University of Kentucky in civil engineering, which is where I grew up. After that, I was in the Navy for about 10 years, a civil engineer in the Navy, which basically means that I was in construction management, facilities management, and working with CVs who support Marine Corps operations overseas. Um, so I was never on a ship. I was always on base and on land. Uh, which is pretty unique being in the Navy, but I loved it. It was a great career. One of the fantastic things that the Navy does is they send you to graduate school. So I got to go get a master's degree in construction engineering and project management at the University of Texas, the Longhorns. And uh, I loved it. And at that point in time, I knew that I wanted to get back into academia and teach at some point. I didn't know when that would be. Uh, I was lucky enough after I got out of the Navy, I did consulting for a little bit. And in that time, I ran across one of my colleagues from the University of Texas who was teaching here at Fresno State. They were looking for a new professor to teach in the construction management department and in the program. And it was something that I looked at and said I really wanted to, to do that. Uh, luckily enough, they were accepting tenure track faculty members with a master's degree and a lot of experience, which made me uh, qualified for it. I took the position and now I've been at Fresno State for about 10 years. And my education is not stopping. I'm actually going back and I'm getting a doctoral degree in uh, business administration with a focus in data analytics. And I'm about halfway through that program. And where, where are you doing that program? I'm doing that through Grand Canyon University, uh, which is located oh, yeah. in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, I'm familiar. Uh, what part of your job is the most fun? The most, the, the part that's the most fun is, is interacting with students, uh, really being able to talk to students, learn about them, learn about their backgrounds, learn about their career goals, uh, sharing my experience and the experience of other faculty members, and ultimately helping them to achieve the, their, their goals. I think one of the things that, that makes it a little more unique for me is I come from a background where I was a first generation student and no one in my direct immediate family had gone to college. I had one, had a couple of uncles, one that graduated, another one that dropped out, but they were the only ones that I knew that had been to college. And so for me, I, I kind of get that. It, it's scary at first. Um, it's different. Um, I didn't have people around me that showed me what it was like to be in college. And so uh, it, it took a lot for me, honestly, the first year and a half to really understand how to achieve and what I needed to do and how it was different from high school. And, and so I, I like to share that experience with our students and say that, you know, I, I may not get everything that they're going through, but I get a little bit of it. Right. Uh, first generation is such a, a pivotal point because uh, we tutor for the summer bridge program each summer. And one thing that I always have to remind the tutors of is that this is the first time that all of these students have reflected on their life. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. a, that's a big moment. Um, and to do that without like a context for what, what college is like is, is huge. Right, exactly. And, you know, and I think, again, you know, my experience was a little bit different in the fact that 
I did come from a predominantly a white collar family. Um, you know, my dad worked, uh, although he was in, in, a, uh, in a role working with professionals, he wasn't a, a professional himself, but, but he still had a, a, an office job that he went to. And, hmm. um, and he was the only one in my family like that. Everybody else were working on farms and ag and different things. So, so it was a little bit different experience, but yet most of my family still were people that were not professionals. And that, that's another thing that I talk a lot, uh, you know, to my students about is, you know, it's, um, you know, you have to understand that when you get into an office setting, there's ways that you, that you talk and dress and, and there's a culture of an office that's different. And if you haven't grown up around it, it it's a little bit hard to understand uh, <laughs> at first. And so, and so, I, you know, again, I, I think those are the things, like you said, you know, it, it, the students come in and they have to kind of re-envision or, or just have a vision to begin with of what that's going to look like after they graduate. And I think that's so important. Yeah. Um, so uh, one of the classes you're going to teach this fall is construction management one. Um, once students learn the material and do the assignments in this class, what should they be able to do? So they should be able to exactly what we were kind of talking about here. They should be able to have a vision for what their career path and what their profession is going to look like when they leave. And we have a number of different activities that we do in the class to help develop that vision, also help them to develop some goals so that they can achieve that vision. And the other thing they'll be able to do is understand what is construction management, what is architecture, what are some of the other fields related to construction management and architecture, such as real estate, interior design, uh, city regional planning, and how those all tie in together. Uh, we really view CM1 as a class that provides students with the ability to uh, take the first step and, and sometimes we realize that that first step may not be in construction management. They may say, hey, you know, real estate is really what I'm interested in. They may take a step that direction. And honestly, as, as a freshman or a new student or even a new transfer for that matter, um, you know, we'd rather that the students figure that out really early on within CM1 or even halfway through CM1. And then that way, when they start to register for classes in the next semester, we can get them on the path that's going to help them to achieve that vision that they have for themselves. Yeah, that's how you can tell when somebody's really student focused, when they're willing to be like, well, you're not going to pad our stats anymore because it sounds like you want to go into business or it sounds like you want to go into art. Uh, so yeah, I, I really appreciate that because a lot of students, uh, they they don't know it when they get exposure to different things. They're like, well, maybe I want to be an anthropologist. Who knew? Like, I never knew that existed. And and I think the great thing for us is that you know we 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 do have a minor in construction management. So I tell students all the time, I'm like, hey, if you if you've come in and, and you still are interested in construction. We still have that minor, so mm -hmm. you don't have to major in construction management. You could major in art or right. biology, and and you know there there are a lot of fields related to construction, related to design and construction, that you can get a degree in whatever you'd like and still utilize some of the basic skills that we provide in the minor. Absolutely. Um, personally, oh, actually, so uh, as a construction management major uh, or. Uh, architecture like what what is my like overall ex like how does csm one benefit like my overall experience like if i do decide to go down that path mm -hmm. so uh a couple things that we do i think i mentioned before is is that we have students create some goals um and also we, we really start to discuss you know what is lifelong learning 
and you know, how do you achieve those skills? And there are certain skill sets that are unique to construction management that we don't go into a ton of depth within different, within different courses beyond that. So for instance, you know, a great example is micro, uh, Microsoft Excel, which is a spreadsheet platform. We, we introduced that in a number of classes, but we don't go into depth in it. So, um, and depending on which area of construction management you go in, that, that may be a skill set and a program that employers really put a high value on. So we tell students pretty straight up, we say, here, here are the list of software platforms or skills that you're going to need as you move throughout the curriculum. And some of these we're going to teach in classes and some of them we're going to touch in the classes, but we're not going to teach a whole lot. And if you're not familiar with them, you know, we, let's, let's come up with a game plan to help you be successful. So, so I think we, we're, we try to be pretty upfront about here's the things that you're going to do after you leave construction management one, here are the things that we teach in the classes and here are the things that we don't and that you can prepare yourself to be successful in your career once you leave. That's a nice platform. Okay, so personally, what's your favorite topic or assignment in CSM? CM1. So uh, probably my favorite is we, we do an exercise where we talk a lot about new technologies and new ideas within the construction field. Uh, just, like every, just like every discipline out there, uh, technology is a huge part of what we do. There's new innovations coming out every day. And we have students break up into groups, which is what we do a lot. We, have, we assign them kind of randomly a topic, a new innovation. And they get together as a group and they, and they put together a very short presentation that they share with the other class members. So, and some of these uh, topics are areas that they're familiar with, such as like augmented reality, virtual reality, you know, they've heard about it. Maybe they've even used it in gaming. And some of them, some of the fields are, are totally new to them, like machine learning or AI. And, and, and at first they're like, man, that sounds really hard. And I don't know what that is. And then we kind of start to talk about, well, you know, a lot of, like Netflix and things like that, Amazon, those recommender systems are, are basically machine learning and AI driven. So once they hear about that, they're like, oh, well, I kind of get it now. And then they start to research how it, how it plays out in construction. So that's my favorite. I, I think that, uh, you know, we start to introduce some things again that, that they probably won't see again until the end of their, until they get to be seniors within our program. But we start to layer that in earlier and say, you know what, it's all about um, innovation, technology, and, and we're going to have you involved in it from day one. Wow, that sounds so interesting. Um, what makes this class challenging for students? Um, I, I think a couple of things. Uh, first is that I, I mentioned they're going to be working in teams. So the fact that they have to work together, um, especially now in, a, in kind of an online environment, in a virtual environment, um, in some ways that makes it easier, in some ways that makes it harder. But we, we just find that many of the students, you know, even though they come from settings in high school where they may be on a sports team or that may have done kind of collaborative assignments within school, once they get here, it's totally different because oftentimes they're teamed up with people they've never met before, especially in CM1. And so you really have to, to, to understand how to deal with people, how to open up a little bit. And that's not something that... Um, uh, that's not something that we see quite often um, as a strength with construction management and our architecture students, you know, kind of getting outside of their bubble. Uh, the other is, is that we, we do go through a lot of different topics uh, and introduce a lot of different disciplines. And so that, that's kind of hard for students as well, just because it's a very fast paced. We try to introduce a lot throughout the, the, uh, uh, throughout the course.
You know, I give students the advice with uh, group projects, start with who before you start with what? Because like, I think our instinct is, let's start with what? Who's going to do what? And it's like, well, right. what do you even like to do in the first place? Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Uh, how do you think remote instruction is going to uh, impact the class? Um, I, I think that, uh, again, in some ways it's going to be a little bit easier. In some ways it will be more challenging. I think the team aspects, you know, we, we really put a high value on that. And that will be a little more challenging just because it's going to require students to be a little more focused, be a little more vocal and open when they work in groups online. And we are going to have where they meet in, in groups and, and group meeting rooms via Zoom. The, the primary platform used in the class. So that's gonna be fairly common. Um, but I think it's also gonna provide some more flexibility because we will have the option for students either to, when we do the, the lecture portion of the class, they can either be there in the Zoom meeting or they can watch the Zoom recording after the fact and then participate in different ways uh, to, to ensure that they understand the content. So I think in some ways it's gonna be more flexible and then in other ways it's gonna be just, uh, it's gonna require a little more focus from students, especially for the team aspects. Hmm. I'm not sure uh, if, I'm, I'm positive that there may be some support over in Pathways uh, for these students. So how could a, a tutor um, support students in your class? I, I think the biggest thing is just comfort with the technology if they're uncomfortable with using you know zoom if they haven't done a lot of video chats if they haven't used those platforms before i think also just the you know familiarity with some of the technology if uh, you know it's preferable that students have webcams so that they can see each other when they talk um you know i mean and these are things that sound pretty simple but when you're when you have to do it in a class and some you know, we're not going to require it but some classes may you know, and, and you have technology issues that can be a little bit cumbersome and, and, and challenging. So, so I think that, and then the other is just learning good study skills, learning good time management. Um, the class is not a hard class. It's not meant to be a challenging class. It's not meant to have a heavy workload. Um, but it's, it, you definitely have to keep up in it and stay focused and, and stay on track. Right. Okay. I have some rapid fire questions for you in these okay. one word answers. Okay. So, um, introvert or extrovert? Introvert, but you probably wouldn't know it by talking to me. <laughs> I'm the same way. Uh, email or office hour? Email. Scantron or short answer? Short answer. Meat or no meat? Meat. Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Milk chocolate. I got another one. There's so many people that love dark chocolate over milk chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is your least favorite word? Oh, goodness. That's a hard one. Um, probably pessimism. Mm. What is your favorite word? Optimism. Nice. Okay. Thank you so much for doing this. And I'm hoping... Uh, Hopefully you can send it out to your students and I'm hoping that the students that are coming through dog days uh, see it pop up and um, are going this direction. I know one student for sure that I spoke with last week that could definitely use this. Okay, great. Yeah, my pleasure.